Here we go. Well, hello everybody. This is Radio TCR and Iris is talking to you again as usual. I really need some staff, you know, because I have to do it all myself and sometimes we get it wrong. And our next guest today, I called him about an hour too early and I thought, I don't believe I did that. How did God get me up an hour earlier than I should have been <laughs> and still got everything done? And I want to introduce Noel Robinson to you. Um, hi, Noel, how are you doing? Hi, hi, hi Irish, how are you? <laughs> we're good, we're good. good. Getting, getting used to this virtual studio bit, you know? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And everybody's got to have a library behind them. I haven't got a library behind me. So, um, <laughs> the other end of the room of guitars. So, <laughs> I think what it is is the sound. The sound is not as good. It's not, the quality of the sound is a bit echoey. But, but when you're in the studio and it's all recording properly and you're doing very, very it face nice. to face, it's totally different. But yeah. I'm used to it. It's not too bad. No, no, we're, <laughs> we're, do, we're doing well. It's been quite a few months of um, shutdown and um, things changing um, uh, but we're finding we're finding the grace and the peace and the joy of God uh, we're struggling in lots of areas but we're finding it online that's interesting so it's been a shift of place locations um, you know and um, we, we communicate with people just all over the world through this medium uh, so I think that there's a plus to it Absolutely. You know, um, that God um, has a plan for it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Always something good comes out of a disaster. Absolutely. I just want to read this through. It's been insane. I've got this on with our Eddie Rowland. Eddie is a, one of our retired pastors at the church I go to in Margate. And he's written a piece on Nehemiah, man of prayer. And um, that's in, it's actually coming from, um, uh, I think it's chapter one, verses five and six. It says, I pray. Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and keep your commandments, please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open that you may hear the prayers of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night. There's no doubt about it that Nehemiah was a man of prayer and he yeah. was a man of compassion, wasn't he, Noah, as well, and vision. Yeah, he was a build. He was a builder, a warrior. Yeah, he, yeah, and he was a man of prayer. But that is the main thing, because if yeah. he wasn't a man of prayer, he couldn't have done all those other things, could he? Totally. I think you know, prayer, prayer is so key to to a believer's um, to a believer's um, ecology. I call it. You know, um, you know, one of the things about uh, the ability to to um, to talk to God. Yeah. And, and and to share your heart even though he knows it uh, but 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 to speak actually allows us as humanity to actually get get a sense of divinity being near right. um you know people often say um you know um you, you can speak to yourself um you can speak to yourself which i often do i was talking to myself loudly um they said the problem comes when when you answer yourself loudly, <laughs> um, which is a joke side of it, but there's there's a sense where um, when you speak to yourself, you hear it, but you want to answer yourself. Um, but there's an incredible thing about prayer where where you speak to God, and and He hears your prayer, but He also is also the God that answers prayer. So um, you know this is where our faith 
um, comes in, um, the power of faith, uh, the economy of heaven. That's right. Uh, That's right. To hear his voice and to do what his voice says. So, yeah, That's prayer true. is important. That's true. And I think also, you know, Jesus was the other person who did a lot of praying, wasn't he? You know, prayer is the focus of what this world needs right now. Yeah, and I think I think one of the, one of the things about um, oftentimes I, I look at the Bible characters, and I look at the incredible um, men who have uh, been birthed in this um, this Christianity, this this faith that we have, um, and and how prayer has forged uh, destiny and prayer has forged strength um, and. Um, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. You know, one of the power, most powerful you can do is pray the word of God, you know, and um, just to see the accomplishment of so many people who started everything with prayer. Um, you know, prayer is is like the plug going into the wall and, 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 and faith is like you flicking the switch on. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, to pray without faith is 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 to pray with a miss as they say you pray you're praying nothing but you've got to the bible says this that you've got to first believe that he is first believe that he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him uh, there's a sense where you know i said that uh, faith and prayer go together where everything that we do is oratory so when we pray there's something about releasing those words into in, in, into atmosphere into atmosphere and and allowing uh, the words to be carried into the environment like a seed where it can uh, grow into fruition of what what God is wanting you to do so the two things I say is prayer and listening prayer listening and doing those those are the three powerful things which order which order well I I think you know I I just recently did a, a small vlog about uh petition which is prayer leading to praise yeah um, leading to the power of god coming and one of the things about petition is that the bible tells us that we should go before the lord with our with all the things you know um you know you, you it's, it's almost like uh, he, he goes i'm your counselor that's what the bible says mighty counselor and and when we go before the lord with petition we season it with praise and we thank him and we bless him and we have have faith because praise is faith in action and we believe him i believe that you know the bible says ask that what you will and it shall be done now the most incredible thing about the will is that prayer connects us to the purpose of god the mind of christ so we don't pray our own mind we pray the mind of christ for ourselves and i I think prayer is the, the like I said, the, the, the plug-in, uh, the switch is faith, which releases the prophetic. And I actually believe, you know, the Bible says in, in Revelation where it says that, um, it says that uh, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. So it means that we begin to pray what Jesus sees. So what does Jesus see about our depression? What does Jesus see about our, uh, our broken hearts? What does he see about our success? What is he saying? And we can begin to pray that because we are now connected to the heart and the mind of Christ. And we can pray those things into being. I, I, I believe that prayer is key. 
Yeah. And the posture of prayer in our lives is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, what are you doing? You see, no, this great Noel Robinson that I'm looking at looks absolutely wonderful for his age. And, you know, I was thinking, Noel, you've had a birthday recently, haven't you? My birthday was uh, last week. Yeah, I seem to be. 11th of October. And, you know, over the years I've listened to your music and your singing. And I, the last time that we got a chance to chat was at, at Hughes, one of Hughes' lunches. And yeah. I remember you saying you were so busy, you were all over the world going and been invited to go and sing and lead worship. What happened? Yeah. What's happened now? Well, I mean, co co most certainly COVID has put paid to that. Um, in an interesting way, you know, um, you know, I'm a full-time uh, worship minister. So, I, you know, I teach and I train and in actual fact, church is my platform, if that makes sense. Yeah. Churches are my platform. So obviously when churches shut down, then everything shut down. I was just um, in, in March, we were just embarking on a, a, a kind of um, international tour um, where I was meant to be in Nigeria. Um, I was meant to be in San Diego in the US. Uh, Portugal, um, Austria, and, and and Switzerland, all within a month. And I can't forget this, I was meant to be in um, Aberdeen, Scotland. So, and, and all of this, um, it just came to an abrupt ending. But not only that, but we, we'd actually been planning to do a 10-day tour, or 12-day tour of the UK, actually. So, um, we had 10 dates actually booked, ready to go. We'd actually invested money into doing a tour, because I've got a new album that came out last early, late last year, I Surrender. So everything was ready to go, plus uh, doing some events with Jay John. Um, so my calendar was really set, you know, some of the festival, David's Tent, you know, various festivals, and all of a sudden everything's come to a stop, which was a little bit of a shock uh, for me, because obviously financially, um, everything's attached to what you do, what I do. Um, but again, prayer, and, and, and asking God, I managed to go to Nigeria. Um, I'm not from Nigeria, but uh, when I landed in Nigeria on the Tuesday, I started to see the, um, the signs going up, going, they're shutting down Europe and they shut down my European connection. So all my flights were canceled to come back to London. So uh, my office had to rebook a new flight. I cut short that tour, two day tour. I did one day and came back, managed to get out of Lagos, the last flight out because some of the people that came with me, some of the guys that came with me who, who are Nigerians, um, decided they were gonna stay and catch a flight two days later. They were there seven weeks later. Oh, golly. That's, that's the intensity of getting out. But God is good since I've come back. You know, you know uh, I've been doing Zooms and, 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 and people have been very, very, um, uh, very, very supportive. Um, you know, people have been finding my website and, and my PayPal and and um, just just donating offerings and, um, and and things like that, which I'm not very good at asking for, but people have found it. And so it's been an incredible time of, I wouldn't say lack, but I would call it provision in the famine. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that's all I can say that I prove God that, that God looks after his own. Yeah, and I proved him in this season where everything was shut up, and just the smallest things become an act of God. 
the smallest acts of kindness by many people in the body of Christ have become the hand of God in my life and the kindness of God in, in my life. And I proved him. So, you know, I am not living in what I see, but I'm living in what I know. Yeah. God is Jehovah Jireh, uh, yeah. my provider. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's, that's the story of uh, my ministry so far. And we, we continue to do uh, online Zooms and online worship um, for various churches. So um, God has kept me in the loop. That's good. That's good. I mean, I, I honestly do feel that God is using the media to reach the whole world. He said when the whole world is covered. Yeah, with the glory of God. That is so yeah. profound. Yeah. Uh, it's something I said. I said that if we were to, there's 7.5 billion people in the earth. If we were to bring the message of Jesus to everyone it, individually, it would take hundreds of years. Yes. But it, it's funny how whenever there is a spread and I call it the manifestation of the glory of God across the known earth, there is an invention that comes into being. 500 years ago, the printing press came. And when the printing press came, there goes the king. It was for the rich and the wealthy ones that could to use it. But here comes the king, King James, who goes, I want to translate the Bible from Hebrew, Latin and German to English so that every English speaking person, not just alive now, but to come, will be able to see the glory of God and experience the glory of God written. And, and that's what happened. And I believe that we, we're living in a revolution. I call it a reset, a season of reset, where what God does is that an invention comes into the earth and God presses reset, control, alt, delete. And he says, guess what? Now we're gonna spread because at the flick of a switch, millions can hear the message of the gospel at the flick of a switch nations can hear it simply because 4g and 5g internet is here and i believe that this is god at work and this is god speeding up the work speeding up the work for his coming absolutely and time is going so fast isn't it absolutely uh, I, I mean you know i i lived in Wilston. And I believe that that used to be your old living room. I was born in Wilsden. Yeah. Oh, what part of Wilsden did you grow up in? Not far from Wilsden Lane. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, right. Near Wilsden Lane. That, there was a school in Wilsden Lane, isn't it? Um, uh, Wilsden, Wilsden High School. I think it is. Yeah. I, I, got I grew up the near the police station. I grew up near the police station. Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> Yeah, that's right near the police station, actually. Uh, uh, I lived on Churchill Road, so that was really my, um, my, 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 the area that I grew up in. Um, and it seems to be coming to the forefront. I've just finished recording a, a TBN series, which is, which is out every Thursday at 8 p.m. called um, Vox Collective, where I'm releasing the voices of the many songwriters and worshippers. And they get, you know, we've just finished 12, 12, 12 series or 12 shows, I'd love 12 series. And it comes out, repeats on Saturday, repeats on Sunday. But um, it's called Vox Collective. So if you're listening to TBN, and TBN is right in the heart of Wilsdon, right there, it's actually amazing. Is it that where it is? Absolutely, right there on, um, just above Pound Lane, wow. um, 
Wolverine Lane, just coming up to Church Road, on yeah. the corner of Church Road, where there used to be a, a club there, where they used to have all the dancing. Remember it? Yeah, great. That's all the rock and roll that used to come out of there. So that's now converted. There was a cinema there. Um, that's now a um, the TBN Studios. Grief. That go out across Europe and Africa and America. Oh, doesn't that just show you? Uh, you know, about about ten years ago. Well, it's coming up ten years in February, I think. But TBN came to my house in Devon and and did some filming for uh, one of the programs they were doing just on testimony and everything. That that really spanned for quite some time, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, I mean, they're very good, and I and I, I really do believe in the media. I really believe in what God's uh, God's doing, and and how he, um, and how he uses what we have, yeah. you know. And I'm pretty certain that your testimony touched so many people's lives. That's why it kept on going yeah. and going and going, and people listen to that, you know. Yeah, it's quite amazing what God is doing, actually. And you know, that the other thing now that I've discovered is that He never wastes any. I'm a connecting person. I've done yeah. work marketing most of my life, you know, and so I'm, I'm out there with people. And I found that when we moved from Devon to Kent, I didn't want to come, but God had a plan and purpose for that. And that's hence we've got the radio now. Yeah. It opened a lot of doors, you know, that couldn't possibly have opened in Devon. Yeah. And I found people just up the road, in fact, when I moved into the village at Fodes Lane at Cliff's End, that we've had three moves in, in, wow. in six years. Um, on the first house in the corner was my old pastor and friend and, and, and his wife. They were friends of mine. Wow. <laughs> you know, just a couple of doors away. And it went from there. We found people that had come to our church in Devon. And, and they were just away, you know, and we're going to, we go to another church, which is about 40 miles down the road in Folkestone, which is Robert mm. Barsbach's church. Yeah. And things like that. You know, God kept us in the loop. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's you know, one of, the, one of the things I believe that um, God doesn't operate in age. He operates by revelation. Yeah. And one of the most incredible things is you can see that, you know, uh, a young man may have his strength and he may have, um, ability um, but actually wisdom goes much further yeah. wisdom knows how to to take uh, the pace of the road it knows when to speed up to conserve its energy wisdom knows when to push in and plug in you know um, and I often liken it to um, you've seen those 400 meter runners you know um, some some guys have had energy at the beginning and they charge off for the first 200 meters and they're breaking world records for 200 meters but actually right at the end the man that conserved his energy actually comes through because he understands how to consistently move in God when you when you when, when God uses your wisdom you know when to, like I say, push and when to pull. Um, everything is not pushing. Everything is not pulling. When God uses you in wisdom, everything is not about, about harvest. There are times when you have to plant. You know how to operate in famine. So I think that I believe that God uses, um, he, he uses revelation more than he uses strength. Because what a man can do in a moment with revelation, it might take a lifetime for a man to do it in his strength. And I use that to say this, that 
um, the, the 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 church in the in the um, Old Testament, New Testament, after the after the impact of the upper room, they they saw the power of God. They they experienced the power of God. They experienced the like of God, like a mighty Russian wind, like cloven tongues. It took the wisdom of God in Peter to actually begin to establish the church. And there's something, the fruit of Acts 2, the encounter, is the end of it. And the end is, and 3,000 was added. And we're talking about community. And this is the part about community that is so beautiful. A man in his strength will go, I can do it on my own. But the wisdom goes, community, uh, community. Because at the end of Acts 2, and 3,000 were added. And the Bible says they had all things common. There's a thing about relationships that we forge over the years. And I know the enemy sometimes gets in the middle of relationships and gets in the middle of expectation and gets in the middle of all kind of stuff. But actually God made us to be relational. That's why the Holy Spirit is there. And a relationship is not just heavenly, but also horizontally with others. So that's so good that, that we can um, experience God in others. You know, I turn to you, Iris, and I say, in you, there's a miracle for me. <laughs> and in me, there's a miracle for you. Uh, and somehow we have to see that. And that's the God at work in us. So that's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, that is absolutely true. And, you know, I'm just, you know, looking at all the, the, the doors that God has opened on both sides, really. And, uh, and I was just saying to my husband, you know, I said, do you realise that when, when I was in Wilsdon, I mean, I, I was growing up when you were about five years old, I think. I'm, I'm going to be 80 next wow. month. Next month. And, wow. you know, it's amazing how God keeps your strength. When you, yeah. when you use scripture as well, it's for personal yeah. use all the way through. Just I mean, my dad is still alive. Yeah, absolutely. And he just turned 90 this year, last month. Really? Oh. Yeah, and he's full of strength. Yeah. Um, if there's a testimony of the, if, if there's a testimony you want, you talk to my dad. Oh, yeah. Have testimony yeah. for days. Yeah. And, and he's, not a, he's not a man that lives in the past. I've never really heard him say, it used to be, we used to do this. He so lives in a now. It is so profound when I speak to him, totally encourages me, like what you're doing, Iris, you live in the now. Yeah. And that's that's the power of God's grace on your life, you know, keeping you looking well and feeling strong. And uh, even though it's more to body. And yeah, my mum died when I was five. And um, and just to see, uh, just I didn't really experience her in Wilsdon, but um, to see how my dad protected us and kept us, um, and you put faith in us to believe in God and that faith activated one day wow. and became my living testimony. So, you know, these are the things. Wonderful. Amazing what you find out about people when you have interviews with them now. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, that's true. So, Wilson is a fascinating place. Um, it, it was so cosmopolitan. Um, you know, we lived... I, we lived two doors away from an, an Asian guy with a big Scottish accent. That, was, that always blew me away, you know. Um, and, and we lived next to an Irish family and there's an English family next door and there was another African family up the road and, and there was so many different uh, Greek and so many different, it was, I call it a cosmopolitan. Our street was so cosmopolitan, in fact, Wilson was. And um, <clears throat> that was the beauty of growing up 
with so many different cultures and so many different friends, some of them I still have today, that don't look like me, uh, got different names from me, um, but we share a common thing, you know, that we walk together and, and talk together. Some of them are not believers, but I met a few that, that are. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's good. That's very true. You know, I met a testimony of a young man that I grew up with. Um, I won't mention his name. He's actually changed his name. That after school, he fell into real bad um, company and actually ended up in prison. And um, and he had to serve time because, you know, he said, I did what I did. And, you know, I, I repented and he found he found Jesus in prison. He's now a pastor. Wow. When I met him, when I met when I left uh, Wilsdon, he wasn't a Christian. He was um, actually one of the wild guys, you know, still. Yeah. And, uh, so meeting him again at a big conference, he came up to me and he says, hey, no, I don't know if you remember me. And I'm looking at him going, you look like. And he goes, yeah, don't go by that name anymore. <laughs> he goes, but man, powerful worship. He goes, man, God saved me. He goes, you know, I'm assistant pastor in a church. And, you know, I, I just love the Lord and he changed my life. And, you know, I was this tear away. I was terrible. I was evil. I was wicked. But God redeemed my life. And, you know, we stood there and I wept and I said, thank you, Lord, you know. And I believe that God gave him a name change. Um, and he had to have a name change, but but just to see his expression of joy um, in seeing me and just talking about the testimony of Christ, God can save anyone. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's the amazing thing. And you know, he's, he's, some amazing things happening in Africa and right, right across the world. And it was only a couple of weeks ago, probably about three weeks ago, that um, I was approached to be become a director with something that's happening in the UK, which is linked internationally to Africa. And that is the, the Joshua generation. I don't know if you've come across it. The Joshua generation, yeah. Yeah. So I'm... A, yeah, that's good. Uh, so we, now we have a UK branch. We're just putting that together. Um, a friend of mine is the CEO of the international branch. So I'm an executive also of, of the Joshua, long title, <laughs> Joshua Generation on the international side and radio manager. And on this side, I'm a director in the UK and producer, wow. radio, etc. on this side. And it's been a really long, packed into those three weeks, it's been a stu stupendous, I don't know how to find the words for it. There were 20,000, maybe 25,000 or going that way members when I joined. Within two days, 12,000 came in at one meeting in Kenya. Wow. It's all about youth empowerment. They are now, they've now gone around, all the way around uh, Nairobi and they're coming into um, Malawi. Wow. Around there now. And they've gone into even Switzerland, I believe. There is a Swiss connection there with, with our intercessors. So, and I think we might be going into Spain because I was just talking to a colleague in Spain. And, and that is what God is doing. That's why I say it's, it's yeah. not for profit. And yet all these people have joined. It's going to be teaching programs so that everybody gets taught the, you know, the real solid foundation yes putting that together and they're dealing with thousands absolutely so. wow. 
And That's I, so good. Somebody yeah. prophesied, Noel, some years ago. But uh, I said, well, I don't fly. It can't possibly be me. And I'm, this is over 30 years ago. Can't possibly be me. I, I'd had this, um, this vision from the Lord and the word from the Lord. And my friend said, that's the nations. You've got to go to the nations. I said, I can't. I don't fly. <laughs> I, I can, I, everybody's got something flying for meters out. I did it once. Ah. didn't like it. Oh, um, and then we come here and I get the prophecy twice more and twice by people that didn't know me. And they said the same as the first one. God is going to bring the nations to you. And I thought, well, I've not, I know a lot of African people, you know, but I thought that was the nations. So when this hit me and I'm saying, well, come on, what are we going to do with this radio? It's, you know, where are we going to take it? Where do you want it to go? This is, we just entered our third year. And wow. uh, within 48 hours, 36 hours, um, my colleague was on the phone. Irish said, the Lord's been speaking to me. I've got to ask you to be a director for this. And there and, you go. And that's how, how God is working. And it's um, it's been a tremendous ride. So yes. get it. You know, one, one of the things is that it's, it's funny how God speaks a word and, and we hold on to that word because he spoke it and you know um he said that you were gonna you're gonna touch people internationally and your your thinking was well i don't fly so i don't see how that's going to be possible <laughs> but god already worked it out you know god told me to do an international conference some years ago 12 years ago called kingdom worship movement renewal is part of one of my ministry at arms and um and he said it's an international conference and i was like well how am I going to get people to come to this conference from all over the world? And lo and behold, God had gave me the content of unity and revival, put that into my heart. And I began to speak this thing. And all of a sudden I began to be connected to uh, the Spanish speaking church in London. Then I got connected to the Nigerian and the Ghanaian and the Zimbabweans and the Kenyan churches. And then I got connected to the Eastern European, you know, the Russian church, the Polish, the Lithuanian, um, the Hungarian church, and all of it without flying anywhere. The Asian church, you know, the Bulgarians and the Tamil and the Pakistan, and all of it without flying because in London, there was pockets of believers who spoke that language. And I gathered them. And they came to the conference, some 1,200 people every every night, you know, conference from different, well, and I got, the, the most incredible thing, I got a bishop from the Caribbean church saying to me, I came to your conference. And he goes, in all my life, I sat at the back worshiping. Next to me was a, a Tamil family. In front of me was a Chinese family. I don't know where the white folk came from because he's from the Caribbean, but he goes, I'm standing and worshiping with these people from around the world. And he goes, I've never ever done that in my life. Yeah. I'm standing, looking at the platform. I'm seeing the nations gathered. And I went, I've done all that without moving anywhere. But I just believe that God has a, a unique way of working out what he, he does. And I say, the calling of God, is, is threefold. 
He calls you to a location. Yeah. He calls you. He calls you to a, a specific time, and then he calls you with content. And the fourth arm of that, he calls you to a people. So John the Baptist gets called to a location, which was the wilderness. Now his question would be, there's nobody in the wilderness because that's why it's called the wilderness. Nothing is there, but he's called to the wilderness. He begins to speak a word and he's called to the wilderness because the word can go unhindered in that place. But what happens now, people come out of the towns and villages to hear the word, but he's given a time zone. He has to speak it before, Jesus comes because his message is Jesus is coming. Yeah. There's one who's coming. And it's funny how the calling of God, when we look at that, um, it is operating in our lives even now. That God is saying, oh, come on, Iris, I want you to do a radio station. You're like, radio, a radio? What? Why am I doing that now? I should just be chilling. And God say, no, because I've given you content and there's going to be people that are signing on. And they're going to be listening to your testimony, going to listen to your interviews, and their lives are going to be changed. Because this is the calling of God at work. And all we have to do is continue to discover it. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's all from my own home. <laughs> Who would have thought of that? Absolutely. Yeah. But there we go. Absolutely. Well, there we go. And I mean, you know, where, where do we go from here? What is your future going to hold? Have you... Has God given you a plan that you can see unfolding? Well, I think that I think that uh, media is is going to have a, a big um, influence or a big part of what I do um, because I think that um, when God gives you a con content, you know, the Bible says that God speaks a word over your life mm -hmm. and He waits for it to perform, and um, He gives you a vision and then provides the provision. So. Um, and he knows where your message is meant to be, as I said. Um, so I think that I'm going to be doing much of the same with music, worship, um, legacy in terms of encouraging and building young people in the art, in the act of worship, but actually encouraging the body of Christ to see Jesus, because worship really is about revealing Jesus. So I'm going to continue doing that. Obviously, there's different mediums. There is now, um, you know, Zoom messages and and Tower Yard and all the different. Uh, things that you do in the television um you know i've been involved like i said with tbn on vox collective so please look it up every thursday from now to christmas i've got guests singing and sharing their testimony very powerful vox collective um 8 p.m on every thursday so I i'm excited about that um it's on it's on sky the sky platform and it's also on freeview um so you can find TBN UK on, on those platforms. Also, you can watch it online, um, TBN uh, UK online internet. But that's one of the things that I'm doing. Uh, there's many other plans that I have in my heart and just trusting God uh, to make the provision. Some of it needs financial provision to make it happen. Others, it needs just opportunity, you know, so, um, but all things need financial, but more so you can have the finances but have no opportunity i most certainly like having the opportunity because god always makes a way nice. so those are the things and if people want to support in any way they can visit my website uh, and find out more details noelrobinson.com um Ooh. and there's a giving page there's a page that tells you about what we're doing in this time and um, i have new music out well we haven't been able to promote it a new album called i surrender on integrity music i'm an integrity artist so check out the new music i surrender a great album that i know will be a blessing to you 
Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, we get people from all around the world sending us their, their music. I don't know saying you must send us yours. Yeah. You know, artists who are unheard of at the moment and they, they sing beautifully. They sing beautifully. I just Excellent. say, send it to me and I'll play it for you. And then who knows what God won't do. I will send mine to you, Irish. Oh, wonderful! That wasn't a, that wasn't a probe. I was just saying. No, no, I want it to be a probe. You're you're the one on a platform. I want I my music I on your kidney, kidney, kidney. <laughs> That's right. That's the one. And you know, um, you know, God's made you a gateway uh, to fulfil the dreams of many others, oh, and it's just for a generation. Absolutely excited that God still uses you as a key to unlock destiny and purpose in the lives of many young people around the world. This is what we need to do continuously. Amen. Amen. Well, that's our time here. Enough gone now, I think. It thank you gone. so much. <laughs> Take three minutes over. But wow. thank you so much for having me. And um, uh, please um, just share out my website. and, and We will do so. Yeah. Thank you so much, Iris. God bless you. You too. We'll talk again one day. God bless please. Anytime, anytime. Before you go, is it all right for me to share this video in Africa? Absolutely, please. Okay, brilliant, lovely, thank you. Absolutely, please. Please share it. Share it all over the world. I will. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah.